Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of Inchibure. How are things? What's happening? We have a very special episode today. Um, so uh, yeah, I hope everyone's day is going good. I'm kind of in the doghouse or in the bad books. Cassie was having a hard day yesterday and I was heading into town today so I told her I'd pick her up a treat or something nice and I completely forgot. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm going to have to think of something. Not sure though. What what what's kind of what's kind of a nice like little tr- pick me up, not too extravagant, but still shows that like you're thinking about somebody. And but her day today was grand, so like I'm like, does she still need a treat? <laughs> um, I made her dinner, okay, which is a big deal if, if you know me. Um, so yeah, I feel like I had things I wanted to say before I jumped in. No, they elude me. Right. So on today's episode, anyway, we've like my really, really good friend, Circa. She's one of my best friends, like one of my, she's like one of the huge inspirations for the podcast because she's a, she has a piece of my heart that feels really far away because she's moved to Berlin. Um, And yeah, we're, we're here talking to her. Now, I do need to do a little warning that this episode is about like the, the concept that we're talking about is grief because it's the it was the sixth anniversary of Circa's mother's death yesterday um so we thought you know to honor her and pay tribute we'd talk about it talk about you know how that was for Circa um and I also feel like everyone's going to be touched by grief at some point in their in their lives and you know people feel so like the need to walk on eggshells around it or you know if somebody's lost someone they don't really know how to handle it so I just think it's it's nice to have an open dialogue about it and like you're never gonna I'm sure like at times in this episode I might say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing I don't know um but I just think it's good to be able to give it the space that it deserves now the thing I was gonna say is we record it over zoom so zoom really works for recording circus sounds great her voice quality is amazing blah 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 I've come out like about two octave lower octaves lower I think it's because I left the reverb on my mic um so it just sounds like really like echoey but it makes me sound like I have a deep voice so just remember you know I'm I'm I don't have a really deep voice I'm really I'm very I'm a very feminine lady (laughs) so yeah I hope you enjoyed the episode um and yeah hope everyone has a great week Okay, so I'm here with Circa, um, my beautiful great friend who moved to Berlin. Um, how long was that ago now, Circa? When did you move? Uh, almost uh, over a year, just a little bit over a year now. Yeah, so this um, podcast is for people like you, my friends yeah. who have left me. Yeah, so sad. Have you been it's enjoying nice. the podcast? Been... Yeah, I've been enjoying them so much. I loved the Cassie episode. Um, I think it's so cute to hear from other people as well as your beautiful self. Yeah. Um, but Circa, yeah, I'm really enjoying them. It's like having you in the sitting room or whatever. Circa moved to Berlin to get away from me flirting with her. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> um, so your favourite episode was the one with Cassie? Uh I think so. I liked the first episode as well. I really, I like getting your insight on like, um, like self-care and like, like psychology stuff. I think that's cool. Do you think uh, Cassie has tamed me? <laughs> a 
<laughs> just generally. Yeah, like, do you think she's good for me? Like, now that she's not here, we can talk about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's never going to listen to this. Uh, definitely, I think she's good for you. Yeah, you? of course. Yeah. Great. I think so too, like, <laughs> I'm just looking for the gas. No, for sure. I think she's great for you. Like, I think... Is um, and Cassie are really similar? They're both into the whole, like, homemaking, home decor... They have a lot in common, I would say. Yeah, I think we do. We yeah. have a lot in common, yeah. But we're also quite different, I think. How do you think um, you're different? Uh, I th- I don't know. I think uh, I, I think maybe I like having people around, like, a bit more. Not that Cassie doesn't <laughs> want anyone around. But I think I, like, really enjoy hosting people as well. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't enjoy that quite as much. Um, maybe she does. I don't know. No, she's no, she's she doesn't. She doesn't. She does like if it's scheduled and if there's a, a time where they'll leave, she loves yes. it. And she no, can really I, yeah. But... Like my ideal moment is having like a huge dinner party with like all my friends and that they stay for like days. Yeah, that <laughs> was like I love that. That would see it depends for me as well. Like that sounds like hell for me unless it was someone like you or Helen that like I just know so well that like I can literally fuck off if I need a yeah. minute do you know with those kind of people you feel like you have to host them and it's a lot of effort mm. do you just feel naturally yeah. comfortable around everybody like no like say I mean, kind of like how close would you need to be to like have someone in your house for a few days like um well I think most of my close friends I don't know I think some people are terrible guests um am I a terrible guest no I never really had you as a guest what? You definitely have, girl. What are you on about? No, I haven't. What when? do you mean? Give me an example. When you lived in Bray, or you were always in my house. Yeah, I was at your house. But I, like, <laughs> I came to Bray. Yeah, but you didn't stay in Bray. You like you like going home to your house. Yeah, I do. <laughs> You're, I you like, like sleeping in your own bed. I do, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I like people sleeping in my bed as well. I don't mind that. <laughs> true um yeah like last new year's I had um loads of friends no was that two years ago yeah two years ago god that's Mm -hmm. crazy um and that was really really nice and people came for dinner and people stayed and um it was really nice to kind of ring in the new year in that way I thought yeah but like do you ever want to get rid of them then like are you like oh looking at your watch like oh kind of like because for me so if you like because I love to do lots of prep and cooking beforehand yeah um and like I'm always not always but I'm bringing out like lots of food during the evening or like making sure people have drinks or whatever so I actually love the day after when people are just hanging around and you're like the same as like after a night out yeah Yeah, I do love those yeah yeah I love love that and I think that's when you have the best chats um, mm-hmm. and the the big talks and stuff. I think that's really nice. But I do know lots of people just are ready for people to leave at that point. Yeah. Um. So I, I get it. I get both point of views. But no, generally, I love having people over. But then I, I might not want to, like, I might want then a few down days where I don't really see people for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Well, thank you for being a guest on the podcast. Amazing. Um, You're welcome yeah I'm trying to I'm trying to I actually think it's interesting to like 
kind of get all my friends on the podcast like one by one what now next week I'll just be by myself again but like it's (laughs) I I started this for like my friends so it's kind of nice to like get to know them a bit you know Mm -hmm. I think Um, it's really cool it's interesting to have this kind of like insight into other people I think yeah that are just normal like yeah um yeah so that's nice um so I guess we were talking about like what we could talk about in relation to you coming on the episode um and you know because it was your mom's anniversary yesterday um yeah we thought you know the whole concept of grief might be a nice idea for you to talk about because I feel like well first of all you have a lot to say on that subject um but also um I feel like everybody in some shape or form will experience grief in their life probably not to the extent that you have or like how shocking um and like the the devastation of that but I just think that you know when it's nice and like to you know in the spirit of like honoring your mom as well like it's a nice thing to do for this episode yeah um, yeah I agree with you I think it, it was like very uh, like topical for me right now mm-hmm. um exactly because you said it's her anniversary tomorrow yeah. or sorry yesterday <laughs> yeah um so yeah I've definitely it's been obviously it's always very on my mind but particularly um this week so yeah. it's good that we're talking about it I think it's really interesting and, and, and how- definitely I think most people will I, I just can't think of a scenario where somebody wouldn't be touched by death in some way yeah touched yeah by death how <laughs> was yesterday <laughs> how was yesterday <clears throat> it was fine it actually was really interesting like I feel like every anniversary is super different like the first few years were so raw mm-hmm. um and like just really you couldn't deal with them um like like no of course you could but like they were you couldn't plan to deal with them you know mm-hmm. because you just couldn't really fathom how you would feel yeah um, yeah and like did and you like, did you dread them like was it a huge source of dread definitely okay. I definitely feel like I've become like the couple of weeks before the anniversary I always become super aware of it yeah and like thinking about her more and just like she's like on my mind a bit more and I'm thinking about what I was doing like so it was six years this year um and I'm like thinking about what I was doing six years ago on this day and things like that and actually a really odd day the day before mum died yeah um because she so for like context my mum died really like suddenly um um, really unexpectedly um so yeah it was so every anniversary is super different um and like the first year anniversary I was totally dreading it mm-hmm. uh, like of course um but then also at the time I remember being like I don't know why it'll be really very different to any other day this year because the whole year obviously had been terrible yeah um but then like we like my dad had arranged that we would be all together and that we would be we so we ended up going to this kind of memorial that some people who we lived near put on for my mum yeah um but it was a really strange thing because they actually didn't know my mum very well and so on the day my mum died she was meant to be going to this like charity um like 
garden tour. So it was like where loads of people who were really into gardening in our area were like opening their gardens for people to visit and you'd mm-hmm. pay like, I don't know, two euro or whatever to go into the garden. And then it ended in one of these like stately homes kind of thing where okay. everyone would have like a picnic. And like she was meant to be going to that the day that she died with her friends. And then yeah. like, obviously she didn't cause she died and everyone there knew her so Um, obviously it had been like a topic of discussion or whatever on the day obviously I wasn't there or anything and so then on the anniversary they wanted to plant a tree like in memory of her okay so those are those were the people who kind of arranged the memorial yeah right and we had done like my dad wanted to do a mass and that kind of thing and um, but then so we ended up going to this thing and kind of being like the very much the center of attention at it and it was just so overwhelming oh, I like can imagine. I like... didn't really know most of the people like it was awful it was yeah. honestly awful such a terrible thing an idea like with all the best intentions like absolutely, I guess you yeah like, but you're not gonna know how you're gonna feel or how you know totally. what I mean yeah. but like I definitely can see why you would have felt like all eyes were on you at that occasion like yeah when you're just yeah. trying to grapple with your feelings yeah That's exactly and then like lots of people coming up to you kind of like saying <laughs> like talking about their experience of the day so Jeez. you were kind of getting this like total like other kind of experience of people yeah just yeah. This how, how did you react like, to that like were you like did you just kind of like have to like contain all your feelings or were you able to be like shake people off and be like get lost um I was very polite to people who came up to me mm-hmm. because I think that's just kind of in my nature mm-hmm. um but I was really angry I was really angry that I was there I was really yeah. angry with my dad for making me be there I was really angry yeah and frustrated and I was actually going it was a Sunday and I was going back to college with my godmother and my mum's friend my my mum's two best friends basically came up to it from Dublin mm-hmm. and um one of them's my godmother and they were driving me back to college um so like literally I remember getting into their car and like as soon as we pulled out I just like burst into tears Um, it was just so awful it was just like a terrible thing to do like and who would have known like I wouldn't have known that you know it sounds like so lovely um like very nice thing but maybe not on the first or second anniversary of a big death I think it's really hard to be with other people and like how was that like year for you like in general because like I I just feel like if something like that happened to me that my world would just stop like it would just you know nothing would really matter like when like when did you I suppose go back to college like try and reintegrate keep up the routine like how long before you kind of you know needed to go to continue with your life in terms of like your yeah yeah it was really strange so in the beginning my yeah it was a really strange thing so like at the very beginning um like just after she died like everyone was kind of doing their own thing my dad obviously was at home there was a lot more kind of very close family and friends around which is what we really needed loads of support in like very practical ways yeah um which was amazing 
Um, but I think I went back to college like a week after mum had died. Wow. Um, okay. Which was quite quick, but actually it was really what I needed, like the respite from yeah. being home. My sister was quite young when my mum died. She was 14 and like I had taken on a lot of responsibility in terms of like you know just do, doing the things that mum would have done for her like making sure she had lunches in and like just normal things mm. you know um but that was like another big really overwhelming like kind of responsibility, new responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um so it was for me it was a little bit of respite to go back to college and to see my friends like I lived with six people um in college and they were just phenomenal like really welcomed me back really yeah. looked after me like expected me to like burst into tears all the time <laughs> but didn't make it weird didn't like overcrowd me and I had like two friends in particular who I lived with that were just like really phenomenal what would your um, advice be for like people who um I guess friends like and family in a situation you know like for mm. me or something say if someone close to me lost someone how would you recommend I respond because I know that like you know there's kind of this element of that like oh it's their issue like I don't want to bring it up but I don't want to also no, seem like yeah. I'm not I'm not interested in talking about yeah. it for them yeah I would say if it's friend. sorry how would you recommend like being a good friend to somebody going through that yeah I think it depends I think you need to ask yourself actually how close am I to this person if you are really one of their good friends, like if you talk like regularly and that, you know, you talk about good, you know, like intimate things or whatever, then I would say to not mention it or uh, like kind of like mark the importance of it, like okay. to, to, to acknowledge that this is a huge important thing that has happened to you Um would be really shit like so if you are close to someone I would say like make sure that they know that you know that this was a huge thing for them yeah um and then I would say kind of the same like, like doing really practical things for them like I remember we had a family friend who like um like after the funeral brought me to the supermarket and we bought like a year's worth of toilet paper and like all of this like kind of like cleaning stuff and yeah. like just like really practical things and you know she was she was brilliant loads of pasta like and things for the freezer and just like she was amazing she was just like we're taking off all of these like practical things that you're just not gonna have to think about for ages yeah um and like, I guess you can kind of like preempt those things like, um, and I really appreciated the, those kind of like really practical assistance, mm. you know, as yeah. well as the emotional one, like being someone there to just listen. And also, I guess, understand that there will be like moments that this person who's like experiencing big grief grief is not being very rational. Yeah. Like, so they may like feel really angry with you know the person who's died or they may feel really angry with their other family members but like to just listen to that and you know acknowledge that it's shit but also yeah. kind of like don't be judgmental of them or their loved ones because it's all just shit and everyone's just trying to 
organize themselves and cope you know yeah yeah now they say that there's like five stages of grief so there's uh denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance and initially they said that like you move through them in a sequence but now it's kind of reported that you kind of go in and out of them or you can fluctuate from one to another um were you conscious of any of those concepts like um well I've always actually been really confused by the bargaining one I'm not really sure what that entails Um, it's kind of like yeah if it's kind of like oh if only or like it's the if only then it's the like oh I'll I'll do this if I can just get this I guess yeah yeah so I I definitely think you don't go through them in a sequence at all yeah um and I think it's really hard to be aware of them um I think I had someone describe to me um like a metaphor for grief is a mad dog (laughs) um that will you never will know when they're going to like bite you (laughs) it's very very kind of violent but um that is what it's like it's like you actually just don't know in what moment you're going to be affected by something like I remember the very very first time that myself my dad and my sister kind of went out like out of the house and then also like out of Kildare like we went um for dinner somewhere in Dublin Mm -hmm. and um we like were waiting for a table and then somebody leaving the restaurant knew my mum but hadn't realized that she had died they didn't they hadn't heard yeah and they like stopped and were asking us about it and we were just there like kind of doing a normal thing trying to like just get through like being somewhere you know and And then suddenly we're like confronted with this and you're just like all of us fell apart you know and (laughs) this poor woman who like only vaguely knew us was like Oh my God, imagine being that woman. <laughs> I know, I know, terrible, <laughs> terrible. Um, so yeah, like I think that, you know, I definitely think you just can't predict it. You, yeah. You're going to be confronted by it. Even still, like now I'm not like kind of in the depths of grief in the same way as I was then. Yeah. But... I still don't really know what will affect me. Like sometimes I feel a bit sad after hearing Helen talking to her mom on the phone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I can predict it a bit more, but in the past, like literally anything would happen and I would be reminded of my mom and be really sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or be really angry or be, or, or be like hysterically crying, but also like laughing through the tears, you know? And, and how did um, you like channel those feelings? Like what did I imagine they were like really overwhelming and intense? Like what did yeah. you, I guess, what were your coping mechanisms or what? I mean, not even coping mechanisms. Like were there some days yeah. you just couldn't get out of bed? Like how did you, how did you yeah. deal? Definitely. Um, definitely there were days that I couldn't cope um and that I didn't want to get out of bed and there were definitely days that I stayed in bed um but also I was really lucky at the time I had like quite an understanding boyfriend um who was good about being like you should go to college (laughs) um and but I was 
everything just became way more intense. Like I went to college in second year and I would stay from like nine till nine and Mm. I wouldn't leave and I would be the last person there and in the studio just like because I studied art um, and sculpture so I would just throw myself into my work and all of my work became kind of about home and my mum and like a loss of home because that's really what I felt like I'd lost I felt like I'd lost your home my what made my home yeah Yeah. was that therapeutic um, channeling it into art definitely Definitely. I don't know that it was super healthy, though, at the same time, because it, I really wouldn't leave, leave the studio. Um, and I like if it wasn't for people around me who reminded me to eat and things like that, yeah. um, you know, I wouldn't have been very healthy either. Yeah. Um, so it, it's mixed. I think you just can't be like, this is what I'm going to do because you just don't know what will help. And if there's, you know, if whatever you're doing that's getting you to the next day is, is right, you know, um, and like, I, I, I would just take it an hour at a time, you know, I would just try not make too many plans. I would let people know that it was likely I was going to cancel on them. Um, like, obviously I would try not to do that, but I, would cancel things quite last minute or I would just have to ring people and tell them I'm really not feeling it today um and yeah I just took things an hour at a time yeah yeah and I guess having self-compassion is really important you know yeah being there for yourself um yeah definitely so like how do you keep your your mom's uh, memory present in your life at the moment are there things that remind you of her or things you you do ritualistically mm-hmm. or anything how what makes you feel close to her now um so a few things like cooking certain things makes me feel close to her things that she would have cooked or that I know she would have liked mm-hmm. um so I do that a lot but also my mom was really creative so doing creative things really reminds me of her um but then like on her anniversary I like I'm I'm not a religious person so you know going to her grave or going to mass doesn't really do anything for me mm-hmm. um doesn't really remind me of her in any way um so but I do have kind of a ritual that I do on her anniversary every year I always um buy some flowers and I'll light a candle and I might just kind of like talk to her a little bit in my head yeah um and I think that's really really nice you know and now it feels nice it's funny like I was only saying to Helen the other day that I think this anniversary has been like the first one that I've been able to kind of have a bit of perspective Mm -hmm. and like this is going to sound terrible but like in enjoy it in a sense like enjoy this as a day to remember my mom in a pot and like think about all just think about her without being overwhelmingly sad yeah um and I really never thought I'd get to a point where I could even say that um but yeah you do get to a point where you obviously are still missing the person massively and like a few things happen like you just feel like there isn't you can't like crying and breaking down and feeling terrible isn't helping and um also 
you get to have kind of a moment where you really celebrate them and their life. It sounds kind of cliche, but um, it is actually what's what I've found happened to me and I really didn't expect it. Um, But I I also really take it easy on her anniversary. Like I try not be working if possible. I book the day off. Um, Don't plan too much. I maybe go out for dinner to kind of like just mark the day and I acknowledge it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sarka, you're like one of my favorite people in the world and I love you to bits and I think you are so strong and resilient and also like really kind and creative and just like really relaxing energy what like what things about yourself do you feel like you can attribute to your mom oh well basically everything really? um, you're very like her are you yeah I think so um, my mom was a really like there are definitely parts of my mom that I really would like to be like mm-hmm. she was very non-judgmental and a really good friend and listener and I I'd love to also be like that but she was also really creative um and really good at making like nice space kind of for people to be in and um, you're so good at that you're really good at that yeah I, I visited Circa over in Berlin in February and her house is gorgeous and it has all these like origami decorative are they still there <laughs> colorful paper hanging off lights and stuff they're amazing (laughs) yeah thank you um yeah so she's really good at making good like spaces and like occasions out of nothing really yeah um so I hope that I'm like that um yeah I, I mean obviously I think there's a tendency after people die to only talk about the great things about them and there are definitely parts of my mum that I really don't want to be like oh, yeah? um, like like anyone in their mum you know yeah. um so you have to like remember those parts too yeah <laughs> yeah and did you inherit any of those parts definitely <laughs> what I are they spill so forgetful <laughs> I'm so forgetful I'm never like like I really have to make such a huge effort to be on time like yeah you're never on time late. girl like <laughs> you and no, Helen you're the same oh god it's terrible it's awful <laughs> yeah we're so much better when we're not together as well when we're like doing our own like I'm much better at time like I wasn't late for this no you weren't but you see you were doing this with me and you know that I'd fucking be (laughs) ringing you constantly (laughs) um no we're much better like separately I think when we're going somewhere together so there's like a few things I'm really bad at like judging how long it's going to take to drive somewhere yeah. Um, so that's one thing that's not very good and so if I'm driving to meet you I might be late or really early um but then yeah we're better separately with time also whenever she's with me I just kind of like stop looking at the clock yeah I just I'm like you can do it um which is bad it's it's she doesn't like it that I do that <laughs> um fair <laughs> <laughs> it is fair um so thanks for like talking about that I feel like how did you find it really good actually it felt kind of cathartic yeah um, to talk about I I just I just think the whole concept of like trauma and grief like are really linked like I was telling you this like last night about like how I was going to therapy 
um, mm-hmm. and how like they're very stored in the body. Yeah. Which I think is so interesting um, because like I've never experienced like such a tragic loss by death or like grief in any any capacity on what you've experienced but I have experienced like loss of like really important relationships which has like caused Mm -hmm. me a lot of like um pain um and I think what's interesting is the fact that like like I had a particularly or like upsetting therapy session one day and it was all about stuff in my teenage years that I was like really experiencing and I remember I came home and I was like listening to like my I was listening to songs that I listened to when I was a teenager, just to kind of connect with that moment in time. But like it, everything, everything that I was going through felt so recent. Like, and I, I couldn't comprehend in my head how 10 years had passed. Like I, I was so, in a way I felt like I disassociated that the 10 years, like I was like, how the fuck did that happen? Um, yeah. And I just think that speaks to how emotion doesn't like travel through conventional time at all you know, mm-hmm. how it, how it can be, how it can be stored and accessed, you know, yeah. which I think is a really interesting concept because, you know, they say that, you know, like on the one hand, they say time heals, you know, time is a really good healer. But then on the other hand, like, I don't necessarily know if that's true, to be honest, you can just repress yeah. things and not deal with them. Yeah. I guess it's the main thing is like about like being compassionate for yourself when you're going through those hard times yeah Um, yeah and really just to like expect nothing really exactly and just like go with the wave because like we can't like I think people channel so much energy into trying to control their emotions I know I do Mm -hmm. um and the more you resist like the more it hits you like a tsunami you just have to go with it and if that means you're out for the count for the weekend then like just no regrets you know just go with it yeah yeah definitely and like also like just to like as time goes on you'll kind of figure out what's like the right thing right place for you Mm -hmm. um like obviously I'm in Berlin at the moment so I'm not with my family but I I did kind of for a minute think about going home to be Mm -hmm. with my family this weekend yeah um now like I'm like really hoping they don't hear this because (laughs) but actually I decided not to because I basically they won't hear it Sarika yeah they won't (laughs) (laughs) um but I just the three of us really grieve so differently yeah um like we without a shadow of a doubt will end up in a huge argument over something stupid yeah um and it's just because the weekend is so loaded we're feeling so much it's not that we're not talking about it because we do talk about it but we all don't grieve in the same way like we're so off each other so yeah it's really different yeah Yeah. so I decided not to it was just too loaded the weekend to go home so when Um, are you coming home soon I hope (laughs) Um, you should come home for your birthday at the end of October yeah Erica is a Scorpio you are a Scorpio aren't you yes I am and I'm always like I'm not very Scorpio like you are you've got a wicked (laughs) uh, sting you can be really cutting you're the only one I know who cuts me down so viciously with like one comment (laughs) very nonchalant puts me in my place constantly (laughs) <laughs> oh, I hope you like that. Of course I do. I love it. Yeah, I feel uh, like I can get away with it with you. I think I have to be 
I don't do that with lots of people. (laughs) I have to be careful. (laughs) I think you're good at taking it. it. Yeah, Yeah. I I can take it. Well, we used to have a joint birthday party, girl. Do you remember when my birthday is? I'm going to be fucking raged if you don't. I, I don't exactly remember the exact date. Yours is the 27th of October, is it? Yeah, that's very impressive. Yes. Yeah, very, very impressive. My dad doesn't remember my birthday ever. Mine is the 19th. Yeah, so I'm a Libra. and you was October, but I, I, I didn't know the exact date. That's okay, I forgive you. Yeah. I'm, I'm only saying it now on the pod so people know and are like preempting it. <laughs> Everyone, because only my close friends listen, so yeah so, so the everyone 19th remember. of october so everyone will know if, if, if everyone <laughs> forgets now i'm gonna be fucking so angry <laughs> i'm gonna have such yeah, a tantrum girl yeah we could yeah and... that'd be really nice you're gonna have to come on actually and do another episode about moving over yeah maybe we was. could do one um like together that'd be cool yeah Except I think we've both really got different perspectives of how things have been well i could do one separately with you and then maybe join them together you love to do things separately with us you hate when the three of us are together <laughs> I just like all the attention yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair I hung out with the a lot together as well yes I just like I, in the beginning of our relationship yeah yeah sure. I definitely inserted myself in there I loved it you were like a thruple I was a, I was a huge um catalyst for your pursuant deep love I take all the credit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Remember, we saw him sleep in my bed. <laughs> yes, I do. Are you getting me annoyed if we'd cuddle? You'd be yeah. so angry. <laughs> <laughs> did I put myself in the middle? I think I might have. Yeah, times. you did. You did a few times. A good few times. Although I, w- I would also be in the middle a lot because I don't mind where I sleep. Oh, yeah, me. yeah. Whereas both of you like to be on the edge, I think. Mm-hmm um yeah. those are the good days i loved it I feel like we could keep talking forever but i'm thinking maybe yeah, i should you. end the recording now cool um but thank you so much for being on i loved having you on and i'm gonna have to have you on again yeah i really enjoyed it it was really nice i'm um, looking forward to hearing other people's as well yeah okay i'm, I'm gonna end it now but thank you Sarika. thank you